Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand. I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the main <laughs> floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like they're, like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Welcome in. Saturday Suckage, and it's time for the Saturday Suckage Roll Call. Robber. It sucks, and it freebases. Don Cooper. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. Mike Tomlin. Uh, sucking. Jake Arietta. This sucks. Really, it does. Brian Cashman. I also know that we suck right now. Albert Almora. Damn, Willie, man. Like, do we suck? Chris Rock. I suck so bad he used to pick me after the white kids. Pat Fitzgerald. Sometimes you gotta embrace the suck. Eloy Jimenez. Hey, you guys not gonna make anyway. You guys suck. Hey, when when I got traded the next day, oh welcome to the suck team. Toby! Oh my god, this sucks! Random Bears fan. Steph Curry. We suck tonight. Terry Bores. Finally made a list of somebody who thinks he sucks besides I do. Avenue Q. It sucks to be me. It sucks to be me. It sucks to be broken, unemployed, and turning 33. St. John. Sucks to be me. Ross Perot. 
There will be a giant sucking sound going south. Devin McCourty. Sucks to end the season that way. Nick Chubb. One of the things that stuck, in, that stuck to us when, when he came here, he said, you know, you got to embrace the suck. Pat McAfee. There are some commentators that f- suck out there. Nicholas Ehlers. Uh, yeah, uh, not a fun morning. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it sucks. Um, Chris Ballard. And now we get we lose these last two games and we just suck. Giannis. We suck. Played bad. They made shots. They played good. They played better than us. Chris Ranji. Oh. <laughs> what? You caught me off guard. We suck. I, I told you I suck. There you. I, oh, you know what? God. Chris Ranji is in for uh, Grody. Who's in for Espo? Is in for Grody? Who is it? It's everybody's in for Brian Peruk and the Chat Champ. And Still, Ranji's in today. And the best thing about it is, it, he didn't just embrace the suck. He lived it. This is a team player. Welcome into Saturday Suckage. Steve Rosenblum, Chris Ranji. We were here till 2 o'clock. Or we were produced by Cesar Perez, maybe, finally, all the way through it. But I need you to share with the class, Ranger, exactly what happened, where you're broadcasting from, why, and now you're trying to rip off a friend. I think all uh, that needs to be explained. Well, I have uh, dived right into it. And by the way, you are a writer, so the correct word is dived and not dove, correct? Dived, yes. You yeah, dived yeah. right into that definition. I have I have dived right into the suck because here was my idea, Steve. I, hadn't, I haven't seen you in years. No, no, no. That last, one what? of the last times we chatted... And I, I don't know, we didn't even do the Twitcher thing on that. But I must say that the genius of Chris Ranji is this. We were back in the, we were doing this radio station show back in the NBC Tower. Yeah. One of the greatest moments of my life on radio when you were live tweeting the Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. Like 25 years after it had been released. Yeah. And I- you're just taunting Danny LaRusso. Uh-huh. And I said, well, we need to get this. Once we know how it comes out, because we were all <clears throat> on the edge of our seats, we need to get Ranji on, and we did, and we got you on. That may have been the last time we spoke when you were live-tweeting a 25-year-old movie. Well, it was. I, I'm pretty sure that I was live-tweeting that before live-tweeting was cool. Um, yes, and, and, right. You, and, you've been bitching for a long time. Oh, God, have I been. And not like the cool uh, 60s kind of bitching. Like <laughs> no. I've, been, I've been bitching with a G, a hard G. Uh, I, <laughs> that was a... I think I have been proven right, by the way, about Daniel LaRusso. If you watch Cobra Kai... The show that's on Netflix now, which is it's wonderful. I it's so it it's just so campy and not Rick campy. It's just very it it's cheesy, but it's intentionally cheesy and it's great. But Daniel Larusso sucks. He just he just sucks, and I knew it. In watching the original movie, I was right when I was live tweeting about how much he sucked. It's good um, to be vindicated. It's yeah. good to be vindicated that it started on on a show we did at the NBC Tower and confirmed right. here on the Saturday Suckage now that we're broadcasting from Two Peru. So, so here here's what happened to me, Steve. I I I had full intention of being live in studio with you today. I was coming up to Chicago. I 
you know, I got a friend's birthday. I want to see him uh, later on. So I left last night about 6.15-ish, 6.20. I, I hear this sound that, you know, you know when you're on the highway and a semi is up next to you and they, you know, they're shifting gears and it's like out of gear and it's just really loud and rumbling, I hear that sound. So I look to my left thinking there's a truck there. There's no truck. And I look behind me, no truck. I look to my right, no truck. It's me. I'm making that sound. <laughs> and I got this little car. So I go, I don't know what it is. I didn't hit anything that I could tell. I pull. I got into an off-ramp in Elkhart, Illinois, which I don't know if you've ever been to Elkhart, Illinois, but it is for, it's, it's 15 minutes south of Lincoln, and there's nothing there, like nothing. You get on the off-ramp, and it's, it's a county road. And so I'm there, and I realize I got a flat tire. And I don't know how it happened. Uh, I just know that it was awful. And the road conditions were fine. I was sort of worried about it because everybody's been talking about all the wrecks, the the 100-car the pileup on 39. <laughs> yeah. But the roads were perfectly fine, with the exception of, I'm not kidding you, 10 or 11 semi-trucks in the ditch on the way up. Half of them turned over. So I know the day before was awful because the cars are still there. The trucks are still in the ditches. It's It was like a post-apocalyptic, right? So my car, I got a flat. I have the, the spare donut. I do not have the jack. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm like... Uh, uh, you know, this is sort of a newly acquired car for me. It belonged to somebody else, and now I have it. And the jack wasn't in there. So I call AAA. At 625, I call them. She figures out where I'm at. She says, okay, it's going to be about 90 minutes. And I think, that, oh, hell, that's a long time. There's nowhere for me to go. I can't drive this car. So then I get a phone call two hours later from AAA, and they say, uh, yeah, it's going to be another 90 minutes. <laughs> And I said, come on, man, they got are you this kidding down. me? I'm like, you told me 90, and, I, you know, I get it. A lot of things are happening. Miraculously, the dude shows up within a half hour. Okay, so he pulls in. It's about 9.30, close to 10, somewhere like that. I've been sitting on the shoulder uh, on the off-ramp for three-plus hours, freezing. Car's running most of the time. Um, he shows up. Nice guy. And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you've been busy tonight. And he said, no, you're the first person I've had to come to. He said I was about to sit down to, to my first hot dinner in a while. Uh, a guy named Kenny works for Shaner's Towing uh, in Springfield. So hello, Kenny. And so he, uh, he fixes the tire. You know, he puts the spare on. And he said, you know, if they would have called me right away at 625, like you just told me oh uh, you God. called in, he said I was five minutes away. I could have been here in 10. And I went, are you kidding me? Like, so this guy could have been there, you know, quickly. He wasn't, whatever. So I get, I, I drive the donut tire to Bloomington. Uh, I call my friend who still lives here. It's, I went to Illinois State, so I called him. He still lives here. And uh, he said, you can use my basement. So I am in his basement, and he is a Bears fan. Like, I mean, I know we're all Bears fans, but this guy is, he has, I'm surrounded, Steve, I'm surrounded by 27 game-worn and or signed Bears jerseys. They're up on the wall, 27, I just counted. 
There's are they a, all framed like the one you tried to sell on on the tweeter machine? Oh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't tra- no, no, that was Dick Butkus's jersey, number 51's right there. I didn't try selling it. I'm just taking it. Oh, you just take it to give I'll, it back to Dick Butkus because he might Dick. not have one. If if Dick Butkus wants it, he can have it. But he's, he's got them. He's got some of them in like one big frame. So there are eight to a big frame, like one of those sliding glass door frames that you would see like in a high school hall of fame. And then he's got some other, he's so I see there's Zorich and uh, Matt Forte and uh, he's got a Sherrick McManus. He's got a Cody Whitehair jer- Jersey, uh, Jim McMahon, Khalil Mack, said Benson. He's got an a I was just going to ask who the worst Jersey is. And you just nailed it on Benson. I, I can't think oh, of anybody's worse than Cedric Benson. I can't uh, think of a Jersey worse on his wall than Cedric no, nah, there's Martellus Bennett. Uh, let's see. No, nah, I think the yeah, I think that one is the worst one. There's a Devin Hester. He that's not him. He's amazing. So yeah, I'm surrounded by all this memorabilia. I'm going to take some of it, <laughs> I, and I I appreciate. Wait, him he offers me you his basement for this broadcast. He yeah. gave you a a warm place to stay. Yeah, he is giving you. He's shown hospitality. He's shown that's right. Decades of a fraternity coming. His yes. empathy, and you're taking some of his goods. Yeah, I'm taking his stuff, and I'm doing it because. No as wonder I was Alexa down- hates you. <laughs> As I was down here preparing, and by preparing I mean staring into the computer, <laughs> uh, his his five year old son came down here, and I think he called me a poo poo head. So as retaliation, I am taking one of these jerseys home with me. Oh wait, 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 hold on. There's a Mitch Trubisky jersey directly behind me. This would be our web hole. Who is a worse bear, Mitch Trubisky or Sed Benson? Uh, there's an Aroma Shadu jersey too. There's a lot back here. That was a Jake Cutler favorite. That was a go up yeah. and get it guy. That was yeah. that was that may have been the 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 seed the source for go for Matt Spiegel's guagi. That I, I go think up it was. and get it. I think it was Devin Aroma should do because the other Devin wouldn't go up and get it. He just run under everything. <laughs> and there's a yeah this so this is what I'm and there are helmets too. There are a few uh, helmets. <laughs> You're taking uh, stuff from a man. Oh, who yeah. took you in from the cold, That's a man right. who who gave you warmth and, and put a roof over your head and is giving you a broadcast facility. That's right. Uh, thank you, Chad Thompson. I'm stealing your crap. Right. So thank let that for- be a lesson to everybody, whoever ta- offers Chris <laughs> Ranji a place to stay. And I can only imagine what this will bode well. We have news to break in the 12 o'clock or re- break or underscore in the 12 o'clock hour where we'll have Mark Grody as our guest. It is his show. He's not on this show, but he will be on this show, and you guys can fight. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Sports I just, talk. I just we did. got two hours and 45 minutes to fill here. Let me <laughs> let me ask you another question. Uh, he doesn't have to work today because he is doing score overnights? I I, I wasn't given a reason. Do you, okay. you know how this radio station is managed and run. Yeah, you're not allowed. You're asking me a question. You're not allowed to ask somebody who would actually have the answer. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just show up, and I'm told that person over there is my producer. That person over there is my co-host, <laughs> and that place is the one you're going to broadcast from. Uh-huh. And if you have any further questions, you're on the tenth floor. Open a window. 
So and, is that answer things for yeah. you, Ranger? All right, man. I welcome to Saturday second. Hey, you're you basically just said I don't know, man. I just work here. Uh huh. That's it. Okay. That's it. And you know what? We do this. That's fine. We do this on the 23rd anniversary of the theater release of the movie Office Space, a longtime favorite. I think it's very fitting. Good luck on your layoffs. I hope your firings go really well. I think that is just of all the things that happened in Office Space. That's what that's what jumps to mind, and of course the Michael Bolton thing. So yeah, so Chris Ranji, that's him over there. Well, him stealing stuff. Does does your friend does your friend who gave you a roof and took you in from the cold? Does he have any video cameras down there? So he's actually gonna not just that you've declared your intention to rob him on the uh-huh. air here, but also will he have video proof for police when they hunt you down on your little donut wheel car? I'll tell you what, I will, I'm going to do some research. <laughs> You're going to look it, around it, the room? It, yeah, I'll look around. In, okay. in the uh, in the middle of breaks, I'll be looking for the camera. I think I'm okay. I'm not too worried about it. I think I'm okay. Um, but I'm just, I'm hoping that while we are doing this show, the children don't come downstairs to tell me that I'm a poo-poo head again. Actually, I kind of do. T- I hope they do tell me that. I, I would like fun. to have that on there. As long as we've had Alexa fights on the air, we might as well have. Oh. Yeah. I have a question. When we get to the Alexa stuff, and uh-huh. I know we're going to at some point. Oh, yeah. I, I have a question for you. And maybe you already know what that question is. No, I don't. I, I want to be surprised. Okay. Well, I, I don't know what it is. I'd like to get your input. All right. We'll look forward to that. We will. Um, we, that's Chris Ranji. He's in for whoever preceded this whole thing. And the way this whole thing turns back on one another is that he's he's in for Grody, who's going to be on the show in the next hour. And Grody was in for Espo. And Espo eventually was in for Brian Peruk. And now Espo and Brian Peruk, and this is for real, for real, are co-managing a Little League baseball team because their sons are the same age in the same town. <laughs> that's just, that's, that's great. how we're doing this. Our phone number, 312-644-6767. That's also the text number that a 779 texter. Hi, Chris. Your biggest fan, Stan. Yeah. Hi, Stan. Yeah. Uh, 773 texted us, which is worse, a McNown or Benson jersey? Does your friend have a McNown jersey? No, there's no McNown, unless it's upstairs somewhere. Maybe he's got that one in the bedroom. I don't know. But he does have the, he has the Walter Payton jersey, like it's prominently displayed. So obviously it's the most important jersey of the bunch. Because as soon as you come downstairs, it's right there. Um... So I think all of the important jerseys, maybe all of them that he owns are here, but 27 is a lot. Yeah, well, 26 after you get done, I guess. Apparently, yeah, well, <laughs> sticky-fingered Ranji. Well, and uh, Todd, in the seven, Todd in the 779 says, you're robbing a good friend who took care of you, yeah. took you in in a crisis, and you trashed his five-year-old son on the air, and you think Danny LaRusso sucks? Look in the mirror, Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> he does suck. There we can't, go. Can't all of those things be true at once? Yeah. All right. Well, he's. Mark, oh yeah. He's Mark Rosie, Grody's future. Rosie, bunky. hold on. Yeah. There's also a giant Brian Erlacher mural behind me. As one does. Yeah. As one does. And it's autographed. All right. Our guests are going to be Rick Camp. We are going to talk bulls and food with him. I got a question for for Campy and for the Ranger, and we're going to discuss this. 
That's at 1140. 12:20. Mark Grody will be here. It's not his show, but it is his show, but he will be on the show, and we're going to let the two bunkies fight. Um, we're going to see what the news is and then let them fight. And then at 1 o'clock, the diva will be here. My diva will be here. As we, uh, we find the center of the Venn diagram of pop culture and sports with Tristan Thompson and the way he was keeping up with the Kardashians and Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley and Grandpa Rossi and his romance. So my daughter, Allie, who works for E! News, will be here to update us on all that. We are, that's, we are Saturday suckage. That's what will be going on. When we take a break, we'll come back with a brief discussion on why All-Star Weekends suck, just like the Olympics suck. But this is what, what, what might happen. We don't have an update on I.O., but this is why they suck, just the fact that this could happen. So here's Chris Ranji. He's, at the moment, stealing from a friend who took him in last night. So let that be a lesson to anybody else who knows Chris Ranji. I'm Steve Rosenblum. I am going to need a place to stay the next couple of nights. Yeah, so I'm sure. And the offering. offers will come pouring in after the let last segment. <laughs> <laughs> we suck so you don't have to. Well, Ranji has really raised the bar on this one. Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. The pleasure's all on this side of the table, trust me. Good luck with your layoffs, all right? I hope your firings go really well. This is Sports Radio 670, The Score, Chicago's sports station. Well, at least your name isn't Michael Bolton. You know, there's nothing wrong with that name. There was nothing wrong with it until I was about 12 years old and that no-talent ass clown became famous and started winning Grammys. Wouldn't you have come back with a Michael Bolton song? Ah, Cesar uh-huh. Perez, come on. That's All right. thinking. I am uh, no talent ass clown Steve Rosenblum. I suck so you don't have to. My co-host today is Chris Ranji. As John Gielgud said, as Hobson and Arthur to Liza Minnelli, steal something casual. You have you have offers, Chris Ranji. You have offers. Oh, I do? Yes. A one five. Chris is more than welcome to stay at my place. Oh wow. Uh, a suggestion from three one two. Chris should steal stuff from the guy that sold him a car without a jack. Uh, well, it was a. It belonged to a family member who, uh, you know, she passed away. So thanks for bringing it up. There we go. You brought it up, dude. You opened yourself. You're a target. 773 Texter. I got you, Ranji. Just don't steal my wake and bake stash. Oh, no, I won't do that to you, man. No. I won't. Because you, you've got ethics. <laughs> yes. I had there. Steve, there's always a line. We have no idea that you had one or knew what one was. That's correct. Well, you if know. you had to define that in court, we doubt that you could do that satisfactorily to convince a jury. No, definitely not. It, it's very vague. There is a line. It's just a vague line. Okay. We have 309 texter. Our text number, by the way, is 312-644-6767. The text zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. 309 says, tell Ranji that once he's done robbing his friend, to go to Discount Tire in North Normal to get a new tire. Well, it's it's already being taken care of right now. I I was at um um I don't know the name of the place, but a, a nice guy named Jim is taking care of it for me. 
Okay. So so I should be okay. All right. All right. So while you were but hanging you. out on the side of the road and desperate to find a place to stay and figure out how you were going to get through the next twelve hours, um, the bulls were the bulls were experiencing what might be the worst part of any All Star weekend. It's part of it is watching the actual play, but Io went up to Io's playing his little hard out, his second round draft pick hard out. And the first team to 50 wins, and then it gets real intense in the Rising Stars game. And he's trying to stop an opponent so he can help Team Peyton beat Team Rick Barry, and he jams his right thumb on the rim, bends it backwards. We don't have an update today, but again, the example, infinity of why All-Star games are stupid. Uh I don't like any uh, the, the last time I really cared about an all-star event I kn- I'm pretty sure I was a child when the baseball teams all played against each mm-hmm. other back before there was interleague play and you didn't get to see the American League teams and and quite frankly you didn't get to see very many highlights of teams around the country um, but now you can watch everybody so I don't care anymore and I certainly never really cared about the other All-Star games. Um, sometimes the skills competition in the NHL is kind of fun, I guess. And sometimes the same thing in the NBA, but I'm, I'm with you on it. I, And especially for this Bulls team this year. Yes, exactly right? what they didn't need was yes. this this turn of events. Because I've been thinking this whole time, and I've, and I've said it, hey, uh, DeMar DeRozan is playing great, and I love it. Uh, Zach Levine's been dealing with injuries, and I but and I hate that. I want them to not get hurt in All Star festivities. I wasn't even thinking about Io, and here's Io, and he goes out and he gets hurt. And again, it may not be serious because I think the initial reports it, it seemed like he was sort of like not making a big deal of it. But how many times have we seen? a player in any sport not make a big deal of an injury immediately after the fact, and it turns out to be like six weeks. That's it's been the Bulls' season. It's like, oh, we don't think it'll be too big. Oh, okay, six to eight weeks, six to eight weeks. The Bulls are going to retire the number six and eight by the time this season is over. <laughs> I, I love six to eight. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> usually it's it's six to eight years because of something you've done, like steal a jersey like, from yeah. your friend's house. Somebody, a 309 texture, so he can't be too far from where you might be, but a 309 yeah. 309 texter says, you can stay with him. He'll only charge you one of the stolen jerseys. Oh, that, I I can do that. Yeah, sure. It's, it's found money, found jerseys. I, yeah. I got you. Thank you. I appreciate the offer. Yeah. But, yeah, this is just – it is it is for and, – and I know that you can't really live like this. You can't be afraid for your players all the time to get hurt and – you can't want them to be wrapped up in bubble wrap all the time. But for this particular Bulls team, it's just this is such a bad time for this. If it turns out to be something where they do miss him for a couple of weeks, I suppose as long as he's back before the playoffs, okay, fine. Um, you know, I mean, they're but they're going to have a tough stretch of regular season games coming up here too, and you don't want to fall too far behind because you've got too many injuries. And I know they're about to get healthier, but the last thing you need is to get healthy and then lose a guy, lose another one, because, you know, that could be a cycle that continues throughout the rest of the year. This is just a really bad time for it. 
And and that guy particularly because of what he yes wants to do what he what he what he leads by example and he's just so the so such an example of the spirit of this team for whatever MVPness you've seen from DeMar DeRozan and it's been absolutely it's been there's nobody no way you could have predicted this but Io has been such a revelation and so important as somebody who's been through been there through all this with wow well, we lose Caruso wow well, we lose Lonzo Ball wow well, we lost Zach Levine wow well, we lost whatever they they've had Io they've had DeRozan and they've had a piece of the East and it's it's stunning and I just don't I I've hated the Olympics for this you're gonna go over and get mm-hmm. hurt for what for what reason why whatever I remember we had Brent Seabrook on the phone before it's the Vancouver Olympics we had him on the and on this show. And I said, if you're in the corner, and and there's another American player there, and you get a chance to just run his head through the glass and wipe him out and maybe take out a knee, and it's Patrick Kane, what do you do? And he was going to take him out. I just think, there's no reason to do this. You're not getting paid. I mean, you may, it's your country, that's fine. Canada, God bless Canada, sorry. We all say sorry if something like that happens, because that's what they do in Canada. They say sorry, but I, I... would never if I were an NHL owner, I would never let my players go. I don't want my players playing in the it I, I don't want them playing in any event that I'm not paying for because the the object of the exercise is to win a trophy, win an NBA championship. Not an all star game thing. I don't want my pitchers pitching in an all star game. Yes. I don't I don't want look, basketball is it, it's not the most violent of of sports, but there's contact. Unless Grayson Allen is around. Unless Grayson Allen is playing. And by the way, uh, I said this the other day, but I'd like to reiterate it. I don't wish injury upon anybody. Oh, I do. But if Grayson Allen, (laughs) if he does end up getting hurt, I will have the least amount of sympathy possible, which is none. If he does get hurt and it's serious, as long as he doesn't, you know, it's not life-threatening. Um, if he does get seriously hurt, my thought would be, eh, that's a shame. That's It's too bad that happened. Um, just because of who he is. And that's how he operates. He operates like he's trying to take somebody out every game. But at any rate, I, I am with you on this. I don't, and I know, I, like I said earlier, you can't. I suppose you can't really live this way because a lot of these guys really want to participate. It means a lot to them. It meant a lot to Levine to be a part of this. He really, really wanted it. And you can't you can't be the Bulls and try to make your players happy and something like this makes them happy because it's an accomplishment and then say, you can't go play. But at the same time, you don't want them to go play. And I don't want them to go play. And I, I know you can't live scared all the time, but what happened with Io, and again, we don't know if it's serious. It may be an absolute nothing, and he'll be okay when the season resumes next week. But I just I don't want it. I don't want to take the I don't want to take the chance. So for me, I'd be perfectly satisfied to say, Hey, congratulations, Io Desunmu, you are an all star. Here's your trophy. There's no game. You don't have to play anything. Congratulations. That's Here's right. your bonus. Here's your bonus. We're gonna put your name in, in lights. Uh we're gonna we're gonna make a graphic with you and it says all star, Io Dasunmu, same thing, Zach Levine. 
and that's it. There's just no game. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I, but but they're there, and Zach is I, the one thing. The argument in favor of Zach. Before we we got to take a break, and we'll get to Rick Camp. We'll discuss this with him. The one thing in favor of Zach is as long as he doesn't play in the game, he would be getting up shots anyways, and that's all he wants to do is compete in the shooting competition and yeah. try to add to his legend. But you know, there's no way that that. DeMar DeRozan, if he's in at the end of the game and they're playing the All-Star game, and All-Star games in the NBA mean nothing except for the last two minutes, three minutes, and then you can see the intensity ramp up and they're not really ready for it, and I don't want them caring about the the result in that. But they do. Like you said, it matters to them, and that's the bad part, and that's what you saw. That's where Io jammed his thumb is because yeah. it mattered. The last 10 points were the most important. And you can't make them not care about it. You can't make a no. guy who's who's worked his whole life to get to that point and to have that recognition. You can't make him. I mean, he obviously they all care about the regular season, and the thing that does matter the most to them is winning a championship. And I, I mean, that probably won't happen for this team. Any, I mean, maybe it can. I don't know. Uh, well, they got to get just, healthy we'll, first. We'll, yeah, we'll discuss that. We'll we'll try yeah. to get him healthy, and then we'll try to bring in the. But, uh, the Kardashian um, arm oh, candy. Yes. That's I. I can't wait. It's going to be great. It is. It is. I love when pop culture and sports mix. So we'll take a break, and we will talk with Rick Camp. He uh, he is the host, mostly the host for the Bulls post game show, and he is the co founder and co host of the I'm Fat podcast. And we've got an I'm Fat question for him, and we're going to do that. He's Chris Ranji. Watch him as he steals, and. <laughs> He, I can't wait until we get a, you, at the end of the show. Can you give us a list of all the filthy lucre you'll be making no. off with? No, because I want you're going to have to fence it, and I'm sure that our listeners, somebody out there, is a fence. I want him to have to figure it out. I want him to come home and go. <laughs> okay, what's missing? What's missing? Because there's enough here. He would have to do some thinking. Okay. All right, that's really the great way to treat a friend. Somebody took you in and gave you a roof over your I head. I love this guy. Yes, great guy. I can tell that. Yeah, because he left the house. Though. He left you alone <laughs> and an open front door. He's Chris Ranji. I'm Steve Rosenblum, Saturday Second. This is Sports Radio 670, The Score, Chicago's sports station. Hey, I'll see, yeah, I'll see you in a couple days, buddy. If you need me, you you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be on the flight with you. Yeah. We're not getting on the same flight. I'll see y'all after All Star break. I'll see. I want to see. He off duty right now, so y'all see him. I'll see you in a couple days. All right. Um, I forgot your question. Welcome in. Welcome back. That was, I forgot your question. There you go. Thank you very much. Saturday Soccer, Steve Rosenblum and Chris Ranji is in for Grody. And Grody will be in next hour to talk with Ranji. And we'll let the, the new bunkies fight. Right now, though, we're going to the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Joining us now is Rick Camp, the legendary host of the Bulls postgame show right here on the Score Chicago Sports Radio 670 and the co-founder and co-eater on the I'm Fat podcast. And we will get to that in a moment. But first, Rick, 
Why do they let Iowa let why do they let any bull out of bubble wrap during an all-star break with the way this season is going and then Io goes to compete and I don't have an update, but the idea that he would hurt his thumb, it's fitting for this season and why did they let him go? Tell him to stop, Rick. Tell him to stop being recognized for playing really well. Yes. Like that that seems a little counterintuitive of, Hey, you know what? We want you to play really well for us. But then when there's an opportunity on a bigger stage to show off, no, that, that I don't think that would fly. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we should, they should be grounded. All the, yes, all the sure. player, you're all grounded <laughs> Come from the all-star from school game. And here's your granola bar. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it. Zach Levine would love that with the fact that he could sign a max extension this this coming up upcoming off season. Be like, you know what? You shouldn't be. You know, you could earn all this money and you know talk with people that you can maybe try and get to come to the Bulls at some point. But you know what? We we're a little too worried about you know this season. So uh, no. Yeah, yeah exactly. well, if you need that, if he needs that, if he needs that kind of, you know, slim banner advertising to get what it is, then he's probably not proven himself on the court enough. That's right. I mean, it's it's just the it's the status thing. Even if he didn't end up playing, like let's say that uh, what came from the doctor's visit wasn't as positive as it seems, and it was, hey, you know, you probably shouldn't play. At least then he would still go to All Star Weekend and be part of the parties and be there and be visible because it's a status thing too. Like that getting to the All Star game mattered for Zach Levine. So and and I don't blame him for that in the slightest. So I, I have no issue with the guys going there. Uh Casey Johnson was on the station yesterday and he brought up a good point. He's like, especially with Zach, it's what would he be doing if he was just at home anyway? You think he's not getting shots up? Yeah, right. So it's like he might as well be just doing it for the three-point contest, you know, with, you know, in front of a camera instead of just, you know, doing that at home in whatever traditional way he would. What do you think of the of Rick Carlisle declaring Tristan Thompson a bull? The Rick Carlisle, the Indiana coaches declared it so the Bulls themselves have not, but it seems inevitable. So what does Tristan Thompson bring besides Kardashian legacy? I think he brings a different style of big that the Bulls can have. I I don't know how much he necessarily has left. He's not a he's not the guy that we saw in the finals of the Cavs where he could be the starting center on a LeBron team and and be good enough to make that much of a difference. But if you're in a matchup where Tony Bradley could get exposed in space and you need a guy that can play a little bit better in space as your backup big on a, in a given matchup. He can do that for you. He moves his feet a little bit better. And then we get the fun of seeing which hand he decides to shoot a free throw with, which, which has always kind of been a thing for <laughs> Tristan Thompson. So yeah, it's just like, it's just different style. I don't, I don't think he's any great shakes. If he was, he wouldn't have been a buyout guy. But I, I'm also a guy that doesn't think Tony Bradley's been quite as bad as as, as everybody thinks. It's just kind of knowing what guy you're getting when you bring him in. You know, it's pretty amazing when you talk about a 30-year-old and say, well, we'll see what he has left. Like, I know it's basketball, <laughs> it's different, yeah. but the guy's yeah. 30. I mean, he'll be 31, I think, uh, in like a month or something, but... But still, you know, you would think that at that age, and we kind of do it with DeMar DeRozan, too, who's only 32. Um, it's just, it's interesting to me that that's how we talk about them sometimes. But, I, I mean, he's a he's an addition. He's something the Bulls definitely needed. 
And I think it, once they're fully healthy, to have him part of that that rotation, that's a that's a huge bump. I don't know if it's if it's championship level, but that's a pretty big bump, uh, you know, Rick. Yeah, I, I like especially that it's a buyout guy. All it cost you was a little bit of money. So to be able to bring in a guy that you know in the right situations can play a few minutes for you. I, I'm 100% for bringing, uh, bringing him on when I, I've been asked before of, you know, who were guys that you would want to see brought in as a buyout guy. Thompson was the first guy I mentioned just because if it's, you know, even if it's, Hey, you're facing Joel Embiid or whoever it ends up being. And you have a couple guys get into foul trouble. Vooch gets in foul trouble. And let's say Tony Bradley goes out there as the first big off the bench and he gets in a little bit of foul trouble or just needs a break. Then you can bring in Tristan Thompson and and the drop off isn't much there. And then if you're playing a team that likes to have guys maneuver, like maybe against Miami with Bam Adebayo, you'd want to have Tristan Thompson out there instead of Tony Bradley, because he's more comfortable getting further away from the basket. And that's a guy that could, you know, get up into the chest of Bam Adebayo a little bit more consistently than Tony Bradley, who's more of a traditional drop big. He doesn't do a whole lot of things differently defensively, what he does, he does pretty well. So it all depends on what you need in a given matchup. So giving yourself options for the in the playoffs 12 to 15 minutes a game that you're going to want to try and get Vooch some rest, I think he's a perfect addition to what they already had. Our guest is Rick Camp, host of the Bulls postgame show right here on The Score. Does, <clears throat> does Tristan Thompson have the ability? Is he going to make a tough decision for... Billy Donovan easier at the end of the game when in a playoff series, everything gets drilled down and things get the, the weaknesses get more exposed. One of the weaknesses would be how you're going to force Vooch to defend where and when does Tristan Thompson change that calculus for the bulls to the point where Billy Donovan's hard decision to tell Vooch maybe to sit down gets a little easier by the quality of defense Tristan Thompson could play. Maybe I know it's a lame answer, but it depends on the matchup. It depends on how Vooch is playing at the time. But the thing is too, is Vooch's playmaking offensively has been a huge thing for them and it's helped tide them by. So when you start to see on the offensive end, uh, whoever's on the ball, whether it's DeRozan or whether it's Levine start to get doubled off of the pick and roll and they have to lob the ball over the top of the two defenders and Vooch gets it and he has to make a decision on where to move that ball next, that's something Vooch is really good at that Tristan Thompson has never really had to do or never really done that well in his career. So while there's some incremental improvement defensively, offensively, you're taking a decent step back. So it's kind of that trade-off of it depends on how whatever game it is is going. To But at least having the option to do that is good, but I think some people are just like, yeah, just bench Vooch at the end of the game. What's the worst that could happen? Well, your main outlet on offense not being there is kind of an issue. <laughs> and the fact that Vooch is still a really good rebounder, it, it, you know, that part's still an issue. Everybody thinks about the one side of the ball, but you have to think about both sides with it. Now, in a given game, if maybe Vooch is just absolutely getting torched and he's not shooting well from the field and really hasn't, you know, only his passing is what he's contributing offensively, then maybe that changes the math for you a little bit. But Vooch, his, Vooch's passing, especially as of late, has been really underrated by people as he's been putting up these, you know, sizable double-doubles. He's also been putting up 
four, five, six assists sometimes. And the Bulls have needed those assists where even if it's not a blitz situation, just in pick and roll, ball handler dumps it off to Vooch. Vooch catches the ball in that short roll area. So between the three-point line and the free throw line, he gets the ball. There's a guy in each corner. There's a guy in at each wing, and he has to decide where to go with the ball. He's got. He's been pretty good about that this year, and I think that and that's something I would not trust Tristan Thompson to do consistently. Campy, it's very difficult to know how a team is going to work together, how players are are going to like each other, and it doesn't necessarily lead to wins, but it certainly doesn't hurt. And one of the things that's been most striking about this team to me is that they all genuinely seem to really like playing together and or they at least like one another. I mean, we we played the moment when Levine, uh, you know, busted into DeRozan's press conference after the game and they're talking about going to Cleveland and, you know, DeRozan going down to Champagne with Io and and how much they generally like each other as well. It just seems to be a team wide thing. You would imagine with the sort of respect Thompson has that he will fit into this nicely, right? Especially considering he was spending his time in Sacramento and Indiana. He's going to be grateful for the opportunity to not be in the basketball hinterlands anymore. So, yeah, I think I think he'll fit in just fine. So, yeah, the the fit is what the Bulls kind of have to lean on because as you look back at, you know, if people want to be as optimistic as they want past champions, a vast, vast, vast majority of them have a top five player in the league in that season uh, right there. And, you know, DeRozan's been that so far, but at least offensively for sure, defensively, he is still very much not good. Uh, But that's a thing that the Bulls are going to be fighting against is depth doesn't matter as much in the playoffs. And when you talk about all the different guys the Bulls have, they can still only have five on the court at a time. So the depth just, you know, with guys playing in the upper 30s and into the 40s in minutes, you have to question how much depth truly matters. As you saw, like with the uh, the 2010 Bulls and, you know, that in the Tibbs era, it was like, yeah, but they go 10, 11 deep. It's like, great. Well, 9, 10 and 11 don't really matter very much in the playoffs. It's do you have a great starting five and do you have like three guys you can truly trust off the bench? So for the Bulls, Okay, assuming Patrick Williams comes back before the end of the season, he gets to a point where whether he's starting or Javante Green starts, he's one one of those dudes. Fine, you have him, you have whichever two of your guards, you know, coming off the bench, that's perfectly fine. You know, if it's going to be the traditional starting lineup, then it's Io and Kobe coming off the bench or, you know, really, I mean, you could go, they're so deep at guard it's going to depend on matchups as well as to how small can the bulls play without getting roasted on the other end. I mean, on the season as a whole, they're down to 19th since ball went out. Uh, they're 16th in net rating 25th in defense. So point of attack defense has been a huge issue. And as fun as IO has been, and as good as he is at certain things defensively, their point of attack defense has not been very good. And it's been accentuated by, Wings not really crashing down enough and that putting Vooch in bad positions at the rim. So many people are focused on rim protection, which is an issue, but it was one you signed up for with Vooch that when your team is healthy, 
the point of attack defense was supposed to be good enough that when those ball handlers get to Vooch at the rim, they're not in an advantageous spot to make a decision to shoot, pass, or whatever they want to do. So it makes Vooch's job as a positional defender easier. When the point of attack defense isn't there, that exposes you know, what Vooch doesn't do well defensively. So while people point at him because he's the one that's standing there at the time the the decision is made by the ball handler, a lot of times the initial mistake is the bigger one out at the top, whether it's Kobe White or DeMar DeRozan or even Io sometimes. That, you know, Io's not flawless. Io is fun and he's a great value where they got him. But like those guards, when you don't have Caruso and Ball, their defenses has uh, not been great in pick and roll. Well, we let's see if they get healthy, and we'll see what see where they are then. Rick, we Absolutely. appreciate it. We didn't get to the food question. We'll save it for next time. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me as always. All right, Rick Camp, uh, co-host of the uh, co-host of the I'm Fat podcast and the Bulls post game show, host of the Bulls post game show, right here on the Score. So we'll take a break. When we come back, and Chris Ranji wants to know, is he a bad guy for the way he treats artificial intelligence? And we're going to have to discuss his estranged relationship with Alexa. Or maybe it's in a... I don't know. How would you describe your relationship with Alexa, Chris? I don't really know. That's why I need your help. All right, we'll do that in just a moment. Saturday Sucker, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.